Thanks for tuning in to Betting the NFL on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What is up, everybody? I'm Caleb Ochoa, also known as NFL Caleb 22. This is betting the NFL wild card weekend. Yes, the the regular season is done, um, but that doesn't mean we still don't have opportunities to make money. It's less opportunities, uh, less games to pick from, a uh, little harder to, to choose, uh, especially with these spreads uh, this week. Uh, but uh but I'm still going to uh, uh, try to make you money uh, the best I can because that's what the show is about, uh, winning you guys some money. Um, obviously, I am not here with my co-host, uh, Derek Bradley, but he is in the chat um, right here. He says he's in, he's here in, uh, uh, in spirit, but he's having technical issues, uh, so we will be without him. But hopefully he can still give us his picks in the chat so you will have them, and uh, uh, I'll let you know. Uh, what, what his picks will be um, if, if he will uh, put them in the chat there. But uh, I'll start off like I do every week with the recap of last week, uh, the final week of the regular season. But I will not be going over the, the trends I usually do because those trends will not help us in the in the playoffs because uh, just less games. It's not the same. Uh, as, uh, you know, obviously, playoff games are much different than uh, the regular season. So, those trends uh, won't, uh, unfortunately, won't help us uh, in these games. But the biggest, uh, but I'll start with the biggest upset of the week came, and I'm sorry to say, it came in my uh, 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 with my Cowboys at the Washington Commanders plus seven and a half on the money line. They were two, plus two seventy. Final score was six to twenty six. Um, you know, with us, we, we saw a chance to win the division. Uh, we still had a chance to get a better seed in the playoffs, uh, but the Cowboys. Uh, so the Cowboys uh, didn't rest their starters, but the results pretty much looked like they should. Uh, they they uh, did rest their starters for how bad and terrible of a game it was uh, for for my Cowboys. But um, yeah, Dak uh, played probably his worst game of his career. Um, I thought it was the Bucks. I didn't think the Bucks game could be topped, uh, but he certainly did it. Uh, 14 of 37, 128 yards, one touchdown, one interception. It was just such a struggle uh, to see him try to complete a pass. Uh, the receivers weren't able to get open. Uh, they weren't catching the ball. Uh, Dak was off target. Uh, the Cowboys just, you know, kept putting the defense in bad spots with uh, going three and out, three and out, three and out all game long, and then turning the ball over. And, you know, if the commanders weren't playing their third string quarterback, this game could have been worse. And then it was 
then uh, then it looked like 26-6. I mean, it should have been a lot worse than that. Um, but uh, the uh, commanders really didn't take advantage of, you know, wrestling a lot of guys themselves. Uh, but the Cowboys, uh, we, could, we, we couldn't run the ball. Um, the offensive line had uh, a couple injuries. that shift things around, uh, made it hard for us to run block. Um, so it just ultimately just led to a, an extremely poor outcome for us. And now we have to go into the playoffs with, you know, kind of not playing our best football right now. Um, but hopefully we can overcome that. Uh, we'll look better in the playoffs because, you know, people like to say we play down to competition. And if that's true, then uh, the opposite must be true. And uh, we'll play up to our competition and we'll, we'll be uh, and we'll be able to compete with the better teams in the playoffs. Um, at least that is uh, my hope. Um, but next, uh, we have the largest cover uh, against the spread of the final week, and that was in the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers minus two and a half. Uh, final score was 14-28, and the Steelers were not only fighting for the last remaining spot in the playoffs, but Mike Tomlin was also trying to keep his streak alive of never having to lose a season. They needed the Dolphins and the Patriots to lose. Only one of those things happened. And therefore, um, they were eliminated. But Mike Tomlin uh, <coughs> uh, was able to get uh, another winning season. Um, they were able to uh, win by two touchdowns, just the way I thought they would have. Um, that's why I picked them. Uh, uh, this was one of my picks, and I picked Steelers because of their defense. And I thought the defense was going to be able to contain uh, Nick Chubb. And he just got uh, 77 yards rushing. And they pressured Watson all game. They sacked him seven times. Uh, they forced him into uh, two interceptions. And and the Browns receivers were, were not able to be uh, effective. And the, the, the Steelers ran the ball a lot. And Pickett, uh, you know, may have been inaccurate, but uh, he made enough plays to get the job done. And, you know, he, they covered uh, the spread by 11 and a half points. Um, so, so, you know, uh, that was good for me uh, as, as uh, picking the Steelers. Um, and that's how they, they finished off, the, uh, off their season, uh, another winning uh, season for Tomlin. Um, but they were eliminated from the playoffs. Um, next, um, I have the bad beat of the week. Um now was in the Houston Texans. Uh, two, uh, they were two and a half point underdogs against the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, the final score was 32 31. You know, and uh, uh, they were up 31 24 with 333 left in the game. And the Colts just needed to make one stop to win the game and cover the spread because, you know, obviously they were covering with a seven point lead. Uh, the Texans uh, got all the way down to the Colts' uh, 28-yard line with 50 seconds left on the clock. It was fourth and 20. And Davis Mills throws up a hell of a Hail Mary into the end zone. Um, and it just goes right through the defender's hands, into the tight end's hands, and they scored the touchdown. And even though that by losing this game, it would have gotten them the number one overall pick in the draft. They decided to go for two to try to win the game in regulation. And 
rather than go into uh, then rather than go into overtime and try to win it there. Uh, they go right back to the tight end. They convert it, and uh, then that then that's how it led to the Colts getting uh, they're they're ending their season with a bad with a bad beat of the week, and ultimately uh, it's kind of bad for both teams because Texans uh, fall to number two in the draft. Uh, Bears go to the, get the number one pick, and uh, Lovey Smith gets fired. So uh, I think it was bad all around for both teams there. Uh, but and that's why it was just an ultimate, just a bad beat for everybody. Um, but that is, uh, uh, but I'll get to my uh, my personal picks of the week of week 18. And uh, I went three and two, uh, pretty good week. Uh, bounced back from uh, some couple of horrible weeks that I had. Um, but I ultimately, uh, overall, I went 42 44 in three in the regular season. I will continue. Uh, that record in the playoffs um, to try to uh, end the season with a winning record. So that is the goal. Um, but my best pick of the week was the New York Giants plus 14 at the Philadelphia Eagles. Final score was 16-22. And even though the Giants might, uh, I, I thought the Giants might play the starters, at least I, I, that's what Dable said after the game. Obviously, he changed his mind later on in the week. Um, but they didn't have any play for, anything to play for, so obviously they um, rest rest their guys. And you know, I, but I still felt good about my pick. I mean, the Giants were still getting 14 points, um, and like the whole season uh, that I've been saying, I've been talking about this, the matchups uh, with divisional teams, win records favors the underdog, and yet again it hit um, the the underdog um, covered. And you know, and then I I I, I won I won the I won at least this pick. The Giants backups, you know, played pretty hard. You know, they never gave up. You know, they they were down nineteen to zero to the Eagles, and then they just slowly kind of fought back. And they finally um, they finally finished the the the, the game with two uh, drives um, with with touchdowns, and that was enough to cover the, the this very large spread. Um, and and Jalen Hurts first game back from injury did not play well. Twenty of 35, 20, 229 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Um, and this was against the Giants' backups. You know he couldn't even get his rushing game going um, as he only had thirteen yards on nine carries. Uh, they struggled to score. Uh, score. Uh, they only had one touchdown in the game. The rest was all field goals. The Giants, you know. Um, they go into the playoffs with a little bit of rest here, and uh, they like to get the upset over the Vi- <coughs> Vikings. But overall, this was a this is a great great pick for me, and um, that's why you pick uh, these types of map um, uh, these types of matchups this season because it's been hitting all season long, and once again it, it hits again. Um, so that's one tread that has not gone the other way. It's always favored the underdog. Um, so we'll see if that holds on in the playoffs going forward. I'm hoping so um, because uh, that is a little foreshadowing. That is one of my picks. Um, but I will finish off with my worst pick. And that was the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. The Packers were four and a half point favorites. Uh, final score was 20 to 16. And I thought with the Packers, um, I thought the Packers had all the momentum. 
Uh, I thought they had everything they needed to win this game. Uh, they were the home team. They were playing better on defense. I thought they finally figured out how to run the ball, uh, at least run the ball more. And I thought that was being uh, very effective for them and the key to how they were winning these football games. But the defense uh, played fairly well in this game. Um, they held Goff to 23 of 34 for only 224 yards and zero touchdowns. Uh, they held Jamal Williams okay, you know, 72 yards, but they couldn't stop him when they had to. Um, when it's most crucial for them because he scored two touchdowns. Uh, I also thought they uh, would run the ball uh, a lot better uh, than they did. I mean, every team kind of runs the ball in the lines, and uh, they have two good backs, and uh, that that didn't. Um, and they only combined for about 81 yards. Um, so they couldn't really run a ball or they just chose not to run the ball. Um, and then Rogers, uh, pretty much played how he been playing all season, which is kind of mediocre. Um, but they needed him to just get back to what he was in his MVP seasons, at least just for a series or two, um, uh, for them to, to win this game. Cause it was only a four point game. He still could have won it. Um, but he can never just get back to, to, to form, uh, pretty much all season. Um, the Lions um, were even eliminated before the game. Um, so that should have given the Packers even more motivation. Like I said, felt like they had all they needed to, to, to go and win this game. Uh, they just could not pull it off. And uh, now both of these teams are eliminated from the playoffs and the Seahawks are in the playoffs now. And that's pretty much how the regular season ended with that game. Um, we're going to go into the playoffs. Uh, Trying to trying to win, uh, trying to win every game uh, we can. Like I said, uh, less games, less opportunities, less t- uh, games to pick from, but we're still gonna uh, we're still we're still gonna do our best and uh, uh, win some of these bets. But before we do that, if you can help, uh, we'd like to help you guys out. If you can help us out by liking this video, if you can uh, subscribe to the channel, if you have not already. If you really want to help us out, join our Patreon. Um, our uh, The link is in the description down below. Just click on it. Join whatever tier that suits you. That'd really help us out. And we really want to help you guys out. Uh, so uh, go ahead and do that if you can. Um, but now we will get to uh, our, our wild card weekend bets of the week. And I'm going to start with the Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are 10-point favorites. And, you know, though Geno Smith started the season off red hot, he gradually cooled off towards the end of the season. In three of the last four games, the Seahawks have failed to score 20 points. In their last game, in which they had to win to get into the playoffs, Geno threw two picks. One of them was on the very first play of the game. And this was against a bad Rams team. They struggled to score points against them. It took until overtime to just score 19 points and finally win the game. They are going against the best defense in the league. That is number uh, number one in scoring defense. And in the last two games, 49ers won both those games in which they were able to shut down the, the C- Seahawks running game. Kenneth Walker became totally ineffective. Uh, the, the Niners 
uh, have the number two ranked rush defense in the league and will be able to shut down the Seahawks uh, once again. And Christian McCaffrey has been a great addition to this uh, uh, this 49ers team in both the running game and the pass game. I think he's a big reason uh, for Brock playing uh, for Brock Purdy playing so well. Um, you know, Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game since he uh, became the starter for the Niners, uh, and he isn't going to start this week. You know, I uh, definitely think they win the game, but do they cover? I do think they cover. Uh, it's a big spread, um, but I don't think it's too big uh, for the Niners because the Niners are a fantastic team against the spread. They are 7-1 in the last eight games, 5-0 and at home against the spread in the last five games, and Seattle has been pretty bad in their last eight games against the spread, 1-7. and seven. Um uh, in their last eight games. So pretty bad there. Seahawks have not been good in the second half of the season as they were in the first half. Um, that's why I really like the 49, 49ers. I think they're much hotter, playing much better than the Seahawks are, um, especially with the Seahawks uh, game just last week they where they were struggling. Um, so I think the Niners can, and they will uh, cover this 10-point spread. They're at home. Um they got everything they need, so I, I, I do think they they will cover that 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 ten points there. And now Deweezy has his pick. Uh, he has uh, on his um, his bet. He has San Francisco minus nine and a half. Uh, it says targeting uh, Christian McCaffrey to play a big factor, and Seattle has the thirtieth rush defense. Um, would lean. And would lean to over to the over for Christian McCaffrey uh, rush uh, prop, and you know it's a good pick. So I think we're uh, both on the same side there. We're both uh, like the like the Niners in this one um, covering, and um, like I, we we both think Christian McCaffrey is going to play a big factor. And um, yeah, Seattle defense not great, so everything is going against the Niners. Um, and every, I mean, everything is going for the Niners to cover this spread and against the Seahawks. Um, yeah, points for the Seahawks will be an issue. That is something I brought up. Um, um, just I just mentioned that, uh, yeah, the Seahawks struggle to score points. They haven't scored 20 points um, in the last uh, last few games um, uh, of the season. They, they've struggled to score even just 20 points. Um, so yeah, it'll definitely be a big problem for them. Um, they're just not going to be able to, to compete with the Niners and this one. But um, the next game uh, I have is the Los Angeles Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this game, it's been, um, the, the line has been moving a little bit. Uh, on Tuesday, I saw it at a one uh, point favorite for the Chargers. Um, now it's about two and a half. It's shifted a little bit, but still, I think the the line is still too small and shifting a little too much for me. I'm just gonna um, straight up go on the money line. I'm gonna take the Jaguars on the money line plus one ten. Pretty much kind of even money there. Um, the point spread, it, it, like I said, it's just low enough where I can just take the Jaguars straight up. I like the. Uh, but they are a small 
small underdog, so I still like him as a home underdog in this one. I, I am not a believer in the Chargers team, um, especially not their coach. He makes too many mistakes, too many questionable decisions, and he just um, – I think he's a big reason why they lose uh, some close games. Um, since being 5-5 five and five, uh, through the first 10 games of the season, they were um, – they were able to go five and two for the rest of the way. But how did they do that? How did they how did they go five and two? Uh, well, it was a really easy schedule down the stretch for them. Uh, they beat the Cardinals, who were not good. They lost to the Raiders, who were not good. They beat the Dolphins, uh, when two went through like a bunch of picks, beat the Titans, uh, were 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 losing like eight games straight during that stretch, beat the Colts, who were not good, beat the Rams, who were not good and lost to the Broncos, who are not good. So they had a really easy schedule. So they went 5-2 and two and made the playoffs with an extremely easy schedule. And so, so uh, and they only beat one playoff team there, the worst playoff team, the seventh seed in the AFC, um, who barely got in. Uh, so this chart, like I said, I, I think the Chargers team is more close to that 5-5 five and five team that started the season than that 5-2 and two team because it's just how their schedule played out. And I really don't think they're that good. Um, I think they're um, and, I th- and then the Jaguars on the other hand, three and seven through ten games, and then went six and one down the stretch. But they had much harder uh, opponents. They beat the Ravens, who were a playoff team. They beat the Cowboys, who were a playoff team, including the rival t- Titans twice, um, and one for the division. Um, I think they have ha- had a harder road to get the playoffs. I think they are a harder team than the Chargers. I believe uh, both quarterbacks will probably play well, um, but I think the difference will be in the run game. I think Travis Etienne will be able to run on the Chargers as they, the Chargers have only have the 27th ranked rushing defense. Um, you can run on this team. I think Travis Etienne will, will do just that. Uh, <clears throat> the Chargers uh, don't run the ball themselves. They're 30th in rushing. And um, also, you know, just West Coast teams just have this thing about traveling to the East Coast. They always have problems uh, when they have to go across the country to the East Coast. And I think that might play a factor as well in this game. Uh, the Jaguars uh, went 5-0 and in their last five games, 6-1 and straight up, and the last seven games against AFC opponents. I like the Jaguars here. They're at home. I think that they're, yeah, they're a little, they're a small underdog, but I still uh, like them to win this game. Um, probably a close one. All right, the reason he's got uh, he's going to fade the Jags, riding with the Chargers. Uh, also, uh, Lawrence ten and seven under uh, one and a half uh, touchdowns uh, this season. Uh, Chargers on the money line, so he has the mo- uh, money line as well as I do. Um, like I said, just a just a small. Uh, point spread, so it's it's just not worth taking there. Um, so we're both going on the money. We're on opposite sides. He likes the Chargers. I like the Jags. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Um, next uh, playoff game, we got the Miami Dolphins uh, plus 13 and a half at the Buffalo Bills. Um, like I said, I've been talking about it all season. I'm, I talked about it earlier in the episode, and it's just uh, I'm going to talk about it again. Going with the the what has happened throughout the season, these divisional matchups with big point spreads, the underdog has covered the majority of the time. 
I'm pretty much, I think every time, honestly, the Dolphins won their first matchup um, and the Bills won the second one uh, just by two points in Buffalo. Um, obviously, we now know Tua won't play in this game, but I think I, I think the Dolphins run game will be more important because Raheem Mostar uh, was able to run all of the Bills defense the last time they played. Uh, he ran for 136 yards. Uh, the Bills also haven't really figured out to stop Jalen Waddle. Um, he had over 100 yards in both games. Um, outside of Josh Allen, uh, the Bills running game hasn't really done much against the Dolphins. Has uh, been all, all on Allen to make plays for the Bills, uh, which way they've had, had some um, difficulties with the Dolphins. And, yes, Scott Thompson is going to probably start – um, and honestly, like I said, I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think two was really playing that well down the stretch of the season anyways. Um, it's just for, uh, like I said, it's just a divisional matchup, uh, against two winning teams. It, it's, it's, I think it'll be a little bit closer than what this, um, what this, uh, spread suggests. Um, I, I mean, if you're going to give me 13 and a half points, I'm going to take them. Um, it's just like, like the same, uh, what we saw uh, with, with uh, you know, Eagles and Giants or, you know, Commanders and Cowboys, um, you know, that both those underdogs covered in those divisional games, um, even without, you know, um, e- even with their playing their backups, you know, uh, they had backup quarterbacks in that and they still were able to cover. So I think even with a backup quarterback, you can still cover a 13 and a half point spread. Um I think they're still capable of doing that. I, I'll take the Bills to win the game, um, probably like a touchdown to ten points, but not um, probably, but probably not fourteen. So I, I'll take the, uh, the Dolphins with the points in this one. Uh, the, uh, Deweezy's got uh, the divisional game with a double-digit spread. Uh, taking the dog is a principal play. Cold game and expect Buffalo to uh, gain. Uh, it out more. Oh, it said grind it out more um, than what some think. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. We're both on the same page in that game. We both think it's going to be a closer game than this spread suggests. Um, and Buffalo might have a little bit struggling of time uh, scoring points there, which will definitely benefit the Dolphins um, in the game because they probably won't be able to score much points with their issues at quarterback. But I said, I don't think that's as important as uh, if they can run on the Bills, then they can uh, keep Josh Allen off the field, which will obviously limit his opportunities uh, to score himself. Um, but next we have the New York Giants plus three at the Minnesota Vikings. You know, if the Vikings weren't so goddamn lucky winning in these close games, I would probably pick the Giants on the money line to, to just win uh, win this game straight up. Um, I actually uh, do feel the Giants can can get the the upset in this one, but like I said, the Vikings have been really lucky in these close games. Um, you know, if they do win, they're probably going to win, win just as they did last time by uh, by field goal or some small uh, margin. Um, but I think. The, the Vikings been frauds all season. Um, I think that they've been blown out twice. They were blown out for a half 
about a half um, against the, the Colts. The Giants should uh, should have won probably last game against the Vikings. Um, they just had too many mistakes and had too many drop balls in that game. And it took a 61-yard field goal to beat the Giants. Both quarterbacks were able to have nice days in the last one, but uh, the Giants weren't able to stop Jefferson and Hawkinson. Uh, but the Giants had more total yards and ran the ball better than the Vikings did in that game. Uh, Barkley had like 133 total yards and a touchdown. And if Barkley can have another good game um, this time around, uh, that that's definitely going to give the Giants the edge in this game. Um, Kirk Cousins is just one and three in the playoffs. And if the Giants can get some pressure on him, they can for, which they've been pretty good at getting some pressure uh, down the stretch of these um, last few games, they can force him to make mistakes and he's going to give you the ball. And the Vikings, second worst passing defense in the 20th ranked rushing defense. So they've had, they have problems on that side of the balls. And I definitely think that the Giants will be able to, to take advantage of both those things, uh, running and passing. Um, the Giants uh, have been great against the spread, 13 and four this season, six and one against the spread in their last seven games, but also seven and one against the spread in the last eight road games. Um, the Vikings, on the other hand, one and four against the spread in the last five games, and two, eight, and one against the spread in the last 11 games against an NFC opponent. So obviously Vikings don't cover. Um, and he, like I said, even if they do win, they're not going to cover the spread. Uh, probably a very small margin. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants with the points in this one. Uh, all right, let's see. Ferris says, uh, let's get this money. And he says, Giants are right. I, I have to agree with them. I don't like agreeing with them because he is my good friend and better rival. So I don't like agreeing with him, but I do agree with him. Giants outright, and that's why I like him um, in this game. And then D. Weezy has the Giants on uh, on the spread. Kirk Cousins in primetime is an automatic fade. Um, but I don't know if it's in prime, but I think it's at 130. But I think just in these single standalone games, I think that's more of his it, 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 what gets at him than uh, what time of day it is. Um, Vikings went out right and don't cover the points. Uh, I kind of, uh, I, I could see that. That's why I said, because they're just, uh, I said that at the beginning, they just get so damn lucky in uh, the, these, uh, the, these, the, these games that I could just see them just winning. That's why I have to, that's why I'm not going to take it on the money line. That's why I have to take the points with the Giants because they just get so goddamn lucky in these close games that, um, hey, uh, that the, the Vikings, um, Will will come out the winner somehow, some way. Um, say Ferris says playoff games is always prime time. Well, I mean prime time in, in a prime time lineup. You're talking on television. You're talking about late night um, prime time showing. Not you know, but yeah, I guess you can see it the way if you want. Um, yeah, and Dewey says the same thing. Playoff uh, counts in this, but like I said, I think it's more of just him being in standalone games. Uh, is what gets him. Um, but uh, that's that game. Um, now, for my final, uh, I think for my final pick is the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, 
you know, it is still up in the air whether Lamar Jackson will play or not in this game. Uh, even if he does, I don't, I don't really think he's going to be 100%. Um, he hasn't played in six weeks, so he's definitely going to be rusty. And he's, uh, If he plays at all, he's just not going to be the same old Lamar Jackson, I don't think at least. Um, and then the Bengals are entering this game with an eight-game win streak. The Ravens won the first matchup. Bengals were still kind of getting their offense together, but in the last eight games, they definitely got it together because they've been on fire. You know, and if, and if Lamar Jackson doesn't play, well, then we just saw what happened when he doesn't play. We've been seeing that the last few weeks, and we just saw it last night how, uh, or uh, this past week of how that goes, and the Bengals won by 11 points. And the Ravens quarterback play was pretty bad. And you know, I just don't think the Ravens, um, with their lack of weapons on offense, can really just keep up with the Bengals' offensive firepower. Um, I think Joe Burrow is definitely going to uh, play uh, well enough to take care, uh, take advantage of the Ravens' passing defense, which is ranked 24th in the league. And the Bengals, great against uh, the spread all season, going 12 and four, and they are seven and one against the spread in the last eight games. Baltimore is just two and six against spread in their last eight games against AC North opponents. So in the division, Baltimore, not good at covering the spread. Um, it's six and a half points. The Bengals are laying the six and a half, and I'll take that. I'll lay that six and a half with the Bengals. Um, it's not too big of a point spread. It's not a huge point spread at all. And I definitely think the Bengals can score a lot of points in this game. And I just don't think the Ravens can do the same and keep up with them. And that's why I think the Bengals will cover in this one. Uh, Bengals six and one uh, and expecting no Lamar. Yeah, I pretty much thinks uh, that's how it will turn out. Um, Cincinnati will cover strong pass offense against a pass defense that has struggled against a better receiving course. Yep. That's what the numbers have shown um, through the season. Um, but yeah, um, but that is uh six and one at home, okay. Bengals six and one at home, as we meant. Um, all right, uh, I don't know if D Weezy has uh the Cowboys pick, I'm not gonna pick that game because I only have to pick five games. That is the beauty of this show. I only have to pick five games, and I don't have to pick all the all the end of uh, all the playoff uh games because there's six playoff games, but I only have to make five picks a show. So I'm not gonna pick that uh pick that game, but I'm not sure if D Weezy has that uh, is picking the Cowboys Buccaneers game. Um, but uh, all I'll say is that the public money is on uh, is on the Buccaneers. The sharp money is on the Cowboys. So you know, take that as you will. I mean, sharp, sharp sharps not always right. Sharps are just more right more often than the public. Uh, and D. Weezy says he's got the Cowboys win outright. The spread is um, three points um, uh, in that game. But like I said, I only have to make five picks, so I'm not going to uh, pick that game. Uh, betting against Brady is an automatic split in the playoffs. I, I agree. I think it's just too hard of a game for me to pick, and I don't want to pick against my team. I don't kind of want to jinx uh, picking for my team. I just don't want to pick it at all. So I'm just going to stay away from it and not pick the game at all. Um, but if you you can go go right ahead, 
you you feel confident about either way, uh, then by all means, um, go ahead and, and uh, bet, as much, bet as much as you want. But um, that is all the picks in the uh, for this wild card weekend that I have for you. Um, and that is the show uh, for, for now uh, until the next round, the divisional round. Hopefully my Cowboys are in the divisional round. But we'll have to see. Let's see. Ferris has Tampa Bay and Tampa all day against Dallas. Well, you're just a hater, and um, that's why you're a despicable person. But um, th that is that. But you can find me at NFL Caleb 22 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on this channel uh, doing with uh, doing uh, good friends, better rivals with this despicable human being right here, Ferris Muthana. He's my co-host. And uh, we on Mondays talking um, Cowboys Giants and uh, not 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 sure on where we're, we're, we're going uh, next week, uh, considering we, the Cowboys play on Monday night. But we will recap both those games for you. And if we're still alive in the playoffs, we'll preview um, we'll preview the games um, in that week. We also will preview the games this week as well uh, later on this week. Um, for for Cow for the Cowboys games against the Bucks and the Giants game against um, Cowboys game um, for the Cowboys game against the Bucks and Giants game against the Vikings. Yeah, he, yes, we all know he's never lost to Dallas. Yes, we all know that. Good for him. And that's in the regular season. That's a re that's a regular season stat, and that doesn't apply in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Um, for now, that is the show. Um, but um, hopefully, we can win you some money this week. Hopefully, we're gonna win you money all throughout the playoffs because we'll be going all the way to the Super Bowl, making um, uh, making bets for you. And um, yeah, hopefully, we can uh, all win some money. Um, but for now, like I always say, let's get ready to make that money.